Welcome to Audio Gyan, an Indian podcast for those interested in design, philosophy, and arts. Audio Gyan documents thoughts, ideas, and insights from known and unknown gems of India who have done some remarkable work in their field of interest. Visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. So today I have Manav Kaul with us. Manav is an actor and director born in Kashmir. He started a theatre group called Aranya in 2004. and has done number of plays to name a few ilam park shakkar ke panch dane and many more most people must have noticed him in his first film kaikoche uh, or ganga jal and we'll soon see him in tumhari sulu uh, so but yeah today we are here to talk more about one of his other passions which is poetry i believe uh, so thanks manav for giving us your time and welcome to audio gyan thank you so much thank you so much So yeah I mean the first thing which I wanted to ask is uh, how do you define uh, what's a good poetry and what's a bad poetry the mostly uh, we see is these days is all facebook poetry which is mm-hmm. quite uh, not what I but I feel that what poetry is but but most of the thing that people started you know uh, whatever they are going through mm-hmm. they are writing and they are like letting everyone know that see what this is what i'm going through it's like a you know you hide behind words mm-hmm. i always feel that poetry is a little lie mm-hmm. uh but when you do it uh, for some time some years mm-hmm. you understand that actually this is something which define yourself and then you eventually uh come to the point where you start actually churning out some very interesting poems mm-hmm. but before that what happens in poetry is because people don't write short stories mm-hmm. because in short stories what happens is or a novel you have to commit to everything after mm-hmm. a point you can't hide more than like 3 pages mm-hmm. you have to commit to what you actually wanted to say mm-hmm. but in poems what happens is because you can you can create an absurd poem or just playing with words or and hide them. yeah hide behind those words hide behind these things so what i feel because what i really really enjoy poems like you know the vinod kumar shukla poem yeah. or uh, sarveshwar dal saxena there are like empty yeah. number of poets yeah. you name it but they always had they eventually become you know what poetry is before that everyone is like i feel myself also i when i started writing poetry when and everyone started out as very young i started at 19 i was mm. doing theater in bhopal and i thought that no there is so much i have to write and i was writing trash really mm. bad things but i the good point which i feel is till 2 years or 3 years i didn't stop i was just continuously writing and after you started after i started yeah. and i thought that no this is this is something very interesting but uh, but what happened that i i actually completely throw everything out of, like in a trash box because that was so bad mm-hmm. but then what happened was i got something and mm-hmm. i thought oh yeah the simplicity is the best thing mm-hmm. in poetry and then i started writing really which i feel is one of my interesting work mm-hmm. and then it becomes because uh, as some uh, writer has said that after a point poetry actually leaves you mm-hmm. and that happened with me what uh, what does it mean leaves you leaves me because what happened as a youngster we have you have so many questions so many things and you are reading i was at that time reading like 
Kafka, I was behind Kafka, I was behind Gorky, I was behind Dostoevsky, I was behind because I thought they know the answers mm. or some answers. Even even the questions were not in my in my head very clear, mm. but I thought they know they knew they knew something, and I was just continuously reading. Uh, then uh, then what I really like is Kamu eventually. Mm. What I really like is Koizhi uh, very much. Uh, Saul Bellow is very very interesting. So you started understanding like. these are the cold writing which you like hmm. but what happened with poem poetry also when i started writing poetry after a point i wanted to say much more and much simpler hmm. so i thought no i need i need more space hmm. and i did more and i wrote shakkar ke paanch dane mm-hmm. and after shakkar ke paanch dane i think 2 3 years more i i was writing poems and then suddenly one day it stopped Hmm. and i am kind of a writer i i don't i don't write as like everyday writing hmm. i write when i feel that or when it comes they say hmm. so i didn't write a poem hmm. after that then after 10 years my i had a very bad breakup i wrote one poem mm-hmm. and then then <laughs> that's it <laughs> okay yeah, but like still yeah i mean uh, like i had li- heard one talk in which they say that good poetry stands test of time and bad poetry uh, is uh, is recognized in a second Yeah. So, so is there any parameter as to uh, gauge a poetry? I think see, poetry is like a painting. Hmm. Sometimes you have no idea why you like this painting hmm. because it reflects you somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and poetry also, you can't explain anything. Sometimes, like a very like ordinary poem just hits you at a moment, and hmm. suddenly, sometimes a great poem, you don't just get it. Mm-hmm. you know but i feel that it's it's one it's on its own like everyone has this own taste and on this thing mm-hmm. but there are some poems which unanimously people love Correct. so maybe they are the great like majaz shehar ki raat aur main nasha do nakara phiru it's one of the poem i was i used to live in mira road mm-hmm. and i had a bike and helmet mm-hmm. so what happened this is the this is the poem i used to love because what happened that in helmet Hmm. your own voice you know yeah, like surround sound of the echoes of the and that time i was like you know bike aapko mirror road se andheri rose rehearsal pe aana hai aapko jaani padti hai so i was riding the bike and i used to say this poem like at least 100 times oh, wow. because it just echoes so beautifully sheher ki raat aur main nashad aur nakara phiru jagmagati jagti sadkon pe aawara phiru ghair ki basti hai kab talak dard dard mara phiru Wow. So like you know, just so nice, yeah. and it, it and every time it has a different meaning, mm-hmm. and I think that is the greatness of poem, mm-hmm. uh, a great poetry because whenever you read, like when you are like twenty five, you read, then thirty five, you read, then forty, you read, mm-hmm. and it has a different meaning. So that's a great literature also. Yeah, literature. Yeah, so I feel that like uh, whenever I read Nirmal Verma, Kamu, Kafka, any 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 one of these great writers, I read it again and again, mm-hmm. and every time they give. different meanings hmm. and that's a greatness of every writing or you say cinema yeah. painting, painting you yeah. go back to again same painting again and again it just gives throws like different meaning to you hmm. that's very good yeah interesting so yeah i mean uh, i had written one point and also uh, one of the interviews where i heard about kuladesh pande uh, where he said uh, uh, i will like matlab main uska hindi mein thoda anuvad karunga ki Uh, जब गद्य की ताकत खत्म होती है तब पद्य शुरू होता है दिस वॉज हिज वन ऑफ हिस्सोट वॉज वेन यू है 
जो यू कैन से ओके ये चम्मच लो ये चम्मच लो खा लो वो गाना ही गाता है कि खा ले तो ऐसा क्या है पोएट्री में विच विच इज सो नॉट पॉसिबल इन प्रोज मेरे ख्याल से वन वेरी ब्यूटीफुल थिंग जो मुझे लगता है पोएट्री की है कि वो छोटे में एक कहते ना गागर में सागर वाली बात है कि आपको छोटे में एक बहुत सारी चीज दे देती है एंड ऑल्सो पोएट्री ऑलवेज आई फील दैट इट हैज पोटेंशियल टू यू कैन इंटरप्रेट दैट पोएम एनी नंबर ऑफ टाइम एंड एनी नंबर ऑफ वेज एनी डिमेंशन एनी डिमेंशन सो सो वो डिमेंशन के बाहर चली जाती है बात एंड विथ एज विथ डिफरेंट एज विथ डिफरेंट माइंड सेट और पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू ऑफ लाइफ इट जस्ट गिव्स यू अ डिफरेंट मीनिंग Sometimes you feel that th- this poem is one of the most aggressive poem, and sometimes feel there's a most beautiful, tender poem. This is mm-hmm. so. I feel that that has that has the power of poetry, mm-hmm. which is which in prose also there is. I feel that there is no much difference if good writing is good writing in novel also good writing, good writing everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't feel particularly in poem, mm-hmm. but I feel any any good art mm-hmm. absolutely does that. to everyone mm-hmm. uh, for me absolutely my best friends are books mm-hmm. my and the books so when i i say that in my borges also said this mm-hmm. this then when you read a book mm-hmm. you are too anxious and too this thing no yeah, uh, first yeah. time when you but when you second time you read a book then you actually read a book oh, and and oh. i always feel that this is absolutely i never ever read a book and uh, then i read it for the first time mm-hmm. i always have to go back and then i say oh This, this is what the writer wants to say mm-hmm. in these things of course all the good books so so the second time is the read i know what you say i think for me that entire book is a poem mm-hmm. uh, so poetry is anything you know mm-hmm. uh, poetry is not just a poem or something like that mm-hmm. like my entire writing mm-hmm. my entire theater writing i am not ever uh, I, i never actually started writing plays because of theater mm-hmm. i uh, always thought that the play is is part of literature mm-hmm. and my influences are all literature all poems all films mm-hmm. not theater at all mm-hmm. so in my plays there is always something new something fresh just because of that because it doesn't it doesn't i have theater experience mm-hmm. but influences are all films all poems mm-hmm. all literature mm-hmm. interesting interesting uh so yeah i mean the next thing which i wanted to ask you was uh, like traditionally as per my knowledge and given limited uh, uh, reading about poems and stuff like that uh, every poet i've seen is has been in pain to a certain extent so is pain necessary for writing poetry i used to feel that huh. a lot i used to um uh, till say 7 years 8 years back uh-huh. i used to feel that that what actually how you live is not important you your work defines you mm-hmm. so what your work is is everything you are mm-hmm. but how you live it doesn't matter okay. so i i used to go by this whole thing mm-hmm. so so if people who are like coming in because i used to live in a very very small small places because i had no money mm-hmm. till like 3 4 years back i was living hand to mouth all the time so but people used to see my play at prithvi they have no idea where i'm going to go and sleep mm-hmm. but and they should know also yeah, yeah, yeah. my personal life is 
is if I'm living in like in payment road station doesn't matter mm -hmm. as long as I'm doing great work which I always well, I'm very idealistic I I was so that is because of the influence of certain writers I was reading all the time mm -hmm. but then I started reading a lot of biographies and lot of uh, travelogues mm -hmm. and lot of non-fiction basically mm -hmm. and I realized that I don't know somehow if it's some book or always there is books mm -hmm. Some book I realized that no, actually, how you live is very important, and everything else else is a byproduct. Wow, that's complete opposite. Complete opposite. Yeah. So I thought, no, 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 no. What what I was thinking? Hmm. No, no, no. How you live hmm. is the most important thing, hmm. and everything else has to be byproduct of that. Hmm. How you live, hmm. you have to make sure that you live. Eat, breathe the best, mm -hmm. which you feel is the best, mm -hmm. and that changed everything. Mm -hmm. That actually changed everything. And then I started, and then also I realized that I used to pick up pain. Mm -hmm. I used to actually, actually pick up and hold on to that, you know, pain of any relationship, my past, my this, how I'm living, that people are, you know, all those, you know. Wow. <laughs> but then I realized that this is also bullshit mm -hmm. because. When I was started changing the way I used to live, mm. I started being happy in my personal yeah. life on my own. I yeah. didn't. I, I was. You know, at one point of time, you always search for someone mm. to hold on to mm. someone because there is so much void, mm. so much. Because I am a writer, I am. I travel a lot, mm. and most of the time I am out. Most of the time I am reading a book, and I, I don't want to talk to anyone. Or most of the time I just want to be my with myself. That doesn't give a chance to come like anyone else to come in. Correct. So it's my doing, uh, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I crib also at that time. Like, mm -hmm. oh, what is this? I'm mm -hmm. just so alone sometimes. And you feel very yeah. lonely. It's a yeah. thick loneliness. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, when you change your life and you start being happy and started traveling and started doing stuff which you really want to do, mm -hmm. and then you see your work, it becomes much more simpler, and the complexities which you always want to, want to achieve have. Yeah. I think the simple work is much more difficult than any complex work, yeah, and I thought, oh God, I was missing so many things. But uh, but when I when I did my first play, it's one of the the most simple play I wrote, mm -hmm. Shakar ke paas dhani. It's one of the most simple text, and then I went to complex, mm -hmm. and then I came back to simplicity. Then I went again to complex. Mm -hmm. Then I you know then because of Metamorphosis Kafka, I started loving absurdity, mm -hmm. and I said I need to go and venture this, and I wrote some absurd plays. Mm -hmm. Some are very simple and funny. Some are very complex. Nobody understood even even. I always thought that oh, why I'm doing this play? Not a single soul gonna understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and that happened. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. It didn't matter to me because I it was giving me so much happiness. Mm -hmm. So then I changed my life, and everything happened. So I don't think that's true. Mm -hmm. So I give a long answer, but that's what it's not true. That pain is not important at all. Not important. Not important at all. What is important is how you live. Mm -hmm. If your living is correct. If you're breathing, touching, see, uh, they say they say that diet, dietitians, and everything. They say that what you eat is what you are eventually. Yeah. And I feel what you touch, see, hear, and feel. the art is going to come out whatever you feed. Mm -hmm. So you have to just take care of what you touch, what you see, what you read, what you feel, and what you eat, and everything going to come out nicely. But if the art is not coming out, that means you are feeding a. Wrong things. Yeah. So that's what happened everywhere. 
so i feel that that is so important that what you see what you hear what you you have to be very good at it. that's that's very deep and philosophical as well. but i really like it I, it's very simple mm-hmm. it's very simple what you are going to do that's what going to come out mm-hmm. that's going to dictate what your point of view of life is and that is that is how makes you a different artist mm-hmm. just to just to have a very interesting point of view towards life yeah so mana i mean uh, like actually the next question was like answered just now only because it it if i don't know whether if you want to add something to more more to it uh, if a poet enjoys expressing his or her pain through poetry um does one induce pain on an ongoing basis which you tried uh, as you mentioned yeah yeah but you know when you were young you are most confused and you have so much energy and you want you think that you're going to die like in a year or two mm-hmm. so you want answer right now mm-hmm. so you like i traveled so much extensively because there was so many questions i had mm-hmm. i said no i need i need answer i need books i need this i need that and everything anyone who can provide me little bit of that i used to run for that mm-hmm. but but very late in your life not very late but yeah sometime later when you realize and those journeys are very important yeah, yeah anyone yeah. very very important but you when you stand still everything comes to you mm-hmm. and and that is the most happiest state you can you can be in mm-hmm. just stand still mm-hmm. and everything comes yeah. so uh, so i don't i don't i don't now i don't at all waste a little bit of my time in thinking about pain wasting pain because this moment i'm right now talking to you mm-hmm. is not going to come back to me mm-hmm. ever yeah. so if i don't enjoy talking to you right now i'm wasting my entire life <laughs> so i mm. i i'm loving right now mm. whatever you're asking and whatever you're answering mm. is one of the most beautiful thing i'm living right now mm-hmm. i don't want to waste this time mm-hmm. by thinking about you know what happened nara nothing happened mm. i'm living the one of the, one of the finest life i mean in fact jealous of myself <laughs> yeah. yeah i i remember one book uh, which i read uh, remember be here now i think it was by uh baba ramdas uh, it it always used to stress on being at this moment and enjoying the ha but you, you see these are all great sayings and great books and great it doesn't affect you yeah. till then till the time you don't get it yeah get it like experience it rather than i heard things mm-hmm. i heard about this and that but it never ever affected me mm-hmm. till then i understand by myself mm-hmm. that this is the way one should live and this is the actually the very simple things gives me much more happiness than anything else yeah. very small and simple things so just go for it yeah and don't and it's very simple yeah. you know it's like you are directing a play mm-hmm. which you are the you are playing a lead so direct a nice play which entertains you mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it yeah yeah absolutely uh and so what is the process of uh, writing a poetry i mean uh how do you take these abstract concepts and try to articulate them in few words or uh, words as such to communicate what you wanted to tell the user uh, tell the audience or the tell uh, tell the reader how what what like is there uh, any process so, which you can tell so first of all i has i had stopped writing poems hmm. uh but i write on instagram very much hmm. so my instagram book is publishing in next year hmm. uh, based on my instagram writing not the two part which i may sound a little arrogant mm-hmm. but i'm not mm-hmm. that there is no audience mm-hmm. there is no one is reading first of all you have to get rid of that idea 
that there is someone is reading because but then what is the motivation to write yeah the people ask me this then i do play i have no interest in audience i do play hmm. i do and i do play. i like it when there is this household hmm. but actually if you ask me i have no interest in audience mm-hmm. and i have no interest in saying anything hmm. <sighs> what gives me pleasure is share experience of creating something which has no idea like the way i write i write a line hmm. and then third line and the 15th line i have no idea what is the next line going to be okay i had no idea that oh this is what i want to say i never had an idea i only write and everything comes because i believe and i trust so much in the subconscious hmm. that everything is inside me hmm. whatever i want to say or not say or whatever live because because i am just you know eating non stop hmm. and and there is something which i am continuously thinking about hmm. like i had problem with religion with an atheist I had huge problem with religion, the people, the philosophy of religion, the people how you know do that. So I had, so I wrote Ilham. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me while writing Ilham, I never thought that I am writing a play about enlightenment and the false word called called enlightenment. Mm-hmm. I never thought that. Mm-hmm. But it came like that. Mm-hmm. When I wrote Park, I had a huge problem with people kill each other just for space, mm-hmm. because this space is no one. you going to die and that's it <laughs> so how you how can one fight how can one country and two countries are fighting because of the space which belongs to no one actually mm-hmm. i had no idea it i feel like i felt like this is the most juvenile thing people do mm-hmm. that fight for space mm-hmm. because it's not yours no one's mm-hmm. and i wrote a play called park it's mm-hmm. a very funny play is one of the most but it 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 came from a huge disturbance mm-hmm. of people are fighting and killing each other for space Mm-hmm. okay so the thing is but when i was writing it i had no idea i was writing this mm-hmm. so my point is i mean it will sound very weird but i never had any idea but i know where my disturbance or i what i like lies it's in my subconscious mm-hmm. similarly when i do a play so first rehearsal the process and i see what i thought in my house and how i surprised myself when until this become a piece which i i never saw a place it from the audience my own play mm-hmm. i always watched my play i hear my play backstage mm-hmm. i don't watch my play yeah. but the moment play happens i had no idea what it does to the audience mm-hmm. because it's such a personal journey of me searching what is this which i wrote and second line and third line and then play and then direct and then eventually this is the piece mm-hmm. i loved that experience mm-hmm. and i actually want to shut each and every play after the first show <laughs> i don't want to do second show <laughs> i don't want to play to continue actually mm-hmm. but that's what actors want my production my team want and they bread do it but not not even better it doesn't give bread and butter uh-huh. and for 10 years doesn't never give bread and butter but it's just because we have done so much hard work and we are doing play and everyone wants to explore and of course after 10 show 15 show play become some more alive more energetic more i i experience that mm-hmm. but if you ask me i get bored when i when my play is happening because i have to sit outside and wait for the you know mm-hmm. but i like people are writing and people when people come backstage and ask me about questions about play i have no idea what they are asking because it's out of my system it mm-hmm. i don't even feel that i have written shakkar ke paas dane pile scooter wala aadmi aur ilham I don't feel that because I'm writing something else now which I'm living mm-hmm. but past is dead 
I have no idea what I have written. So, so the audience, when audience come, I had no interest in the audience also. Mm. Like, of course, it's your own experience because you watch something else, mm. which I haven't told because you come with your own experience, own point of view. You see, you pick, you like, you dislike, you know, it's your own this thing. But it's great that people like it and enjoy it. And they, I feel that, okay, I, I still connect and I still have, we all have like common things to, you know, talk about, mm-hmm. to talk and to say. But, but basically, that's what I'm saying that when you talk about poems and how to communicate, there is no need to communicate. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, it, it doesn't matter what is outside or who is listening. Mm-hmm. What matters is, what, are you surprising yourself or are you saying things which you have, you have never thought that, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I never thought that. I wanted to read something like that. So I wrote it. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. I, I find it very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's really thought-provoking, but I, I don't have a follow-up question on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would like to conclude with uh, one last question, which was, uh, <clears throat> what's your perspective on poetry in the next couple of years, uh, couple of decades, maybe 100 years down the line? I don't know, like, as much as, as deep as you can think, but uh, because uh, I'll tell you, like, in a in lot of interviews, wherever I did, uh, I spoke to some... Uh, uh, really intelligent people and a uh, lot of them said that today's uh, like today's generation the poetry is missing when we like regain our poetry I mean like those are from advertising background so the, the question was mainly towards uh, understanding like har rang kuch kehta hai ya hamara bajaj that level of copywriting copywriting is not happening right now huh. so what is the reason and the answer was like uh, from their perspective, it was pretty evident that uh, the poetry of this generation is missing. So, do you feel like that and uh, what what is the future like? How is poetry... <laughs> like, uh, can... like Tagore wrote a poem, huh? Ki 100 years from now, who are you who is reading my huh? poem? So, he has, and his poems are like that, yeah. that absolutely 100 years from now, yeah. someone going to read and that's what Tagore wrote. Yeah. He knew that Hundreds from now, someone's going to read my poem and I'm, I'm talking to that person. Yeah. It's so, so stunning. But my point is, I have no idea why this people people say and in, in nostalgia, I don't like it. Mm. That, you know that in past 10 years, in front of us, mm. the world has changed like upside down. Yeah, yeah. Okay? You have a mobile, you have the world in your hand. Everything has changed. How, how can you expect Anything which 10 years back was existing, including poem, yeah. including your lifestyle, including everything, is going to be like this. It's going to be something else. Yeah. Because the best part of life is it always changes its shape. Correct. And that's how you, you exist. Like Sanskrit, never, Sanskrit badli nahi. Sanskrit. You want, you, you love to save it. You love to keep Sanskrit, ko bachao, Sanskrit but nahi bachegi. Because mm-hmm. Sanskrit is a rigid language. Mm-hmm. It has its own this thing and mm-hmm. doesn't follow any other pattern. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hindi mm-hmm. has changed. Yeah. Hindi adapted everything. Mm-hmm. So Hindi is still going on. Wow, that's her. But Hindi is changing because it's changing. Now you take Hindi for three words. You will see Farsi, Urdu, Arabic, you will see all of It's not a Hindi sentence. Mm-hmm. So what we call Hindi is not Hindi any, anymore. Mm-hmm. But it survived. I Hindi, language. And still survive. But my point is, 
एनीथिंग विच वी टॉक अबाउट हमारा बजाज से लेके ग्रेट पोएम बाय नागार्जुन और दिस एंड लाइफ इज चेंज एंड समथिंग एल्स विल कम एंड लेट दीज थिंग्स डाई सो दैट द न्यू थिंग विल विल कोई पैदा हो गया नई चीज और हमको नई जनरेशन को नॉस्टेलिया नहीं देना है हमको उनको सिर्फ स्पेस देनी है यू गो एंड हैव फन एंड पोएट्री का पी भी चेंज कर दो ऑफकोर्स दे शुड द वर्ल्ड हैज चेंज आई एम लिविंग इन अ डिफरेंट वर्ल्ड मतलब मैं 98 में जिस वर्ल्ड में था जब मैं थिएटर करता था माई एस्परेशन माई ड्रीम माई एवरी थिंग वॉज एप्सोल्यूटली डिफरेंट इफ आई सी दैट नो बट आई थॉट एंड आई एंड आई वॉन्ट टू स्टिल लिव दैट ड्रीम आई एम अ फूल बिकॉज द वर्ल्ड चेंज एवरी थिंग चेंज अप साइड डाउन हो गया यू शुड लेट लेट गो एंड नई चीज आ रही है उसको अप्रिशिएट करो मे बी दे विल कम कम अप विथ सम अमेजिंग वर्क एंड यू वॉन्ट हैव द आई टू नोटिस दैट तो छोड़ दो अपना काम सब सही है जो कर रहा है बहुत अच्छा कर रहा है एंड जिसको सर्वाइव करना उसको करेगा और जिसको मरना है उसको बिल्कुल मरना चाहिए लाइक पीपल से थिएटर इज डाइंग आई थिंक आई थिंक थिएटर को भी मर जाना चाहिए एटलीस्ट समथिंग एल्स विल कम आई एम नॉट हेयर टू बचाओ थिएटर पोएम लिटरेचर हिंदी नथिंग आई हैव नो इंटरेस्ट इन दैट आई लव इट आई डू इट आई हैव नो इंटरेस्ट कि कोई आता देखने नहीं आता देखने बला 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 आई डू समथिंग एल्स आई शॉर्ट स्टोरीज आई राइट समथिंग एल्स बिकॉज दैट्स वॉट हाउ फ्लेक्सीबल आई एम टिल It's been a great week on the IVM podcast network. On this round is on me. Gauri is joined by Shweta Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish thing, Anish welcomes ultra marathon runner Shivani Gharat. Shivani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Shuni One, Sheila Dutta is joined by Dinika Bhatia, CEO and founder of Natigritis. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcast.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on youtube.com/ivmpodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week. Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League program and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thanks guys, without you this would not be possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about web3, blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. 
tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IVM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from.